0: and for more on this we join on the line now by market analyst clive intosa bantu ramatibela are you all right this morning
1: i'm not taking it down i don't care punga seleswele uya once one. i don't care
0: that's strong it's it's good to know that you're still going strong this morning well, Clive, um, uh, seemingly the market's doing the same. Uh, China's stocks, they've risen after the worst five-day decline in almost two decades.
1: Absolutely, Sakina. What an incredible week that we have had thus far. I think in the history of uh, May doing the show with you, we have never seen things go up as things go down and for hard as they have in recent weeks. And I think it's a lesson, obviously, in market, and specifically the guys that do the trading on a day-to-day basis, and I felt sorry for them uh, uh, even yesterday as the stocks went to close uh, in the auction period just before 5 o'clock. China stocks rose uh, halting the benchmark index steepest 5 day route since 1996, the last time we saw this, industrial and healthcare companies led with the gains. The Shanghai Composite Index climbed 1.6% into the positive. We saw this it started from midday, they were already up by about 85 basis points, and it just continued to show positivity right through. some of the companies, Sakina, that actually did relatively well there on the Chinese. I was looking at these industrial companies, uh, specifically ones that have banking side as well, like the CICB, which did relatively well by the close year, uh, at the this morning. Very, very strong performance, very strong coming back into it as well. Uh, if you look at, for example, the volatility uh, on the Shanghai Stock Exchange, despite the fact that they're not fully all listed, uh, trading fully listed, company so it's a portion of that that's already being traded but the positivity was still there the index tumbled sakina for the to uh mid june amounts um if you look at for example the second leg of last month they also did relatively well uh we do see some interesting entry points which is where the opportunity lies and some people say when the going goes duck, the opportunity opens and that's when they start buying so very very interesting times for the chinese market
0: it certainly is. Uh, Japanese stocks also looking up. Uh, they jumped for a second day, heading uh, for the biggest two-day rally since November. So, some good news on that horizon.
1: I need to, calls. It's all I <laughs> 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 Absolutely amazing. I mean, Japanese stocks are very interesting. First of all, we know that they're struggling a lot from, obviously, deflation. They, they have to trick, uh, sort of treat themselves as a. And what happens is they rely a lot on what happens with the yen and the dollar. So for them to be competitive, they have to look at their strongholds. So, for example, industrial companies are very strong in Japan, and so are their auto uh, uh, mobile uh, auto, auto uh, uh, businesses or so it means uh, motor makers so those guys have to rely so strongly on the dollar-yen exchange and what we see it all the time sakina when, when you see the dollar strengthening and the yen weakens their numbers get better their pmi numbers get better they get stronger they look very very strong and so It happened again. I mean, this is after the U.S. obviously showed some strong uh, uh, performances yesterday, uh, created some strong and bolstered the investor appetite for the risk assets. And that sort of brought back some positivity into the Japanese uh, stock market. Uh, Food-related stocks led the gains with soy sauce, uh, those guys who do uh, health, Conscious food making. I don't know about me. My belly doesn't say so. But anyway, the important thing is they did very, very well yesterday. Uh, Toyota Cooperative as well. Toyota Motor Corp did relatively well, finishing 3.5% into the positive. If you look at exporters who advanced up to the end weekend, including Alpine Electron- Electronics, uh, which rose 2.3%. We had Shimano Incorporated, also an industrial company, doing really, really well, uh, coming in at 7.9%. All this is positive stuff. is, is it the of the, the bubble for keynote people it? are asking me is it i am not going to answer this one no <laughs>
0: okay okay we'll give you time to mull over it but it is a thursday yeah. today and um you know we yeah. usually have an investment theme and this morning we're looking at bond investing
1: yeah, people like to look at bonds as an alternative. It is a very interesting uh, asset class. Bonds are because obviously they're very low in terms of return. They can be risky as well, but people look at them as a more conservative type of of investment. A bond, obviously, are loans or, uh, or, or an IOU so, or. Uh, But you can serve them as a bank. So you loan your money, for example, as an investor uh, to the company, the city or the government or a private practice or a private equity deal so that they can make money and you can be guaranteed interest based on the project being a success. So if there's an infrastructure development project, you can invest aggressively in that and hope that by the time the the project is done, you will get your money back. (laughs) The problem is sometimes you have to look at the yield. And you'll hear people say the bond yield because they are very sensitive to interest rates. So when you are going into an interest uh, hiking uh, uh, a period, it can be sometimes difficult to get real value on the bond side. So people can be uh, rather protective and they want to have guaranteed bonds that they know they're gonna get what kind of interest rather than buying things that they're not certain about. So very interesting out of class. I love it sometimes. I like the inflation-linked bonds, which is my favorite, uh, specifically for pension uh, and provident funds. So. That's something that somebody some people can have a look at and you can speak to your financial advisor about it and see how you can diversify your portfolios.